Hey guys, it's Amanda from Good Grief Cookie Co. and welcome to Behind the Icing. If you've been making cookies for a while, you've probably heard this before. Can I have your recipe? What recipe do you use? Can you send me a link to that recipe? I know, I know. <laughs> I've done it myself. I think we're all guilty. <laughs> but it is one of those things that, you know, after a while you start to develop your own recipe or you have your faithful ones that you use all the time and, and people want to know because they like what you do. For some cookiers, they've decided to branch out and actually sell their recipe. And for them, I say, good on you. <laughs> I think that's great. I think it's great when somebody has something that they love so much and they are so proud of that they're willing to, to put out there for people to be able to enjoy. And if they make some money off it, that's good. So I talked to two of my cookie pals today, Ashley from Crumbs, who's been on the podcast before, and a new friend, Brittany from Soyed Sugar. Here they are. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey, I've got Brittany from Soyed Sugar and Ashley from Crumbs. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Good, good. <laughs> now, Ashley, I've had you on the podcast a couple times. So if yeah. you guys don't know who Ashley is, then where have you been? Totally. <laughs> exactly. So Ashley, just quickly, Ashley, you're Ashley from Crumbs. You make the famous Crumbs cutters. Um, you just, I don't know if I've had you on here since you started the launch of your quad sets. I don't know. Uh, Should I have looked that up? Yeah, I don't think so. It's been a while. Yeah, it has, a break there, huh? has been a while. It's been quite a while. <laughs> but uh, Ashley, you sell these quad sets now, which are, are doing phenomenal. They're, so they're cute. Really, really cute. And you're doing a great job with that. So if you guys Thank you. don't know Ashley, take a minute to go to her page, Crumbs Custom Cookies, and look at her, her amazing cookies and cookie cutters. And you have a link, right, to your website? Yeah, it's just crumbscutters.com. Yeah. And go see what she's got available. So, Ashley, not to just, like, move on, but okay. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> right. plug there. <laughs> now, Brittany, you're new to the podcast. You've never been on my podcast before. Yes, ever. this is my first ever podcast ever, ever. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I feel so weird. special. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brittany, you, you have a cookie... Um, business company whatever you want to call yes <laughs> cookie thing <laughs> called suaded <laughs> sugar now yes. i want to give you a second if you want to kind of like tell us about yourself about your company if you want to say where you started whatever you want to kind of let us know about yourself yeah um i started suaded sugar gosh on august 7th it was two years now um it started by making my niece's birthday cake and some cake pops, um, which I don't do any of those now. Um, <laughs> but it was always just like my community being like, hey, you should really make a business out of this. And me kind of just like laughing, laughing it off, being like, yeah, whatever. Um, I just didn't think that anybody would ever like pay money for something that I baked. It was just like this like far off world. <laughs> and um, I think that same day. I came home and I made an Instagram and um, it was all cakes at first. And then um, I had a, one of my old coworkers ask me if I would make some sugar cookies with a cake that she wanted. And I told her, yes, I have no idea why I told her yes, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> and I told her that I wasn't going to charge her for them because I'd never done it before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think <laughs> since then basically all I've done is sugar cookies and I love it um it is my business has recently developed into more of like online shop ever since COVID it kind of um took the wind out of cookie orders mm -hmm. um which I I mean I'm kind of thankful for like it's been a whole new adventure for me and it's been really really great and um I have a arthritis in my spine so long cookie days are really hard on my body so it's given mm -hmm. me a chance to kind of like um help contribute to my family's income in another way that I'm not like on my feet all day so it's been really great and I'm a mom I have two toddlers I have a four-year-old son and a three almost three-year-old daughter so every day is 
madness. <laughs> we understand. I completely understand. <laughs> it is summer helps because they can go outside and play, but we've only had like a two week summer here in the Pacific Northwest, so it's that must we're be kind of dreading nice. fall this year. <laughs> that must be so nice. We have summer all year in California. <laughs> Pretty much, we have summer and mild my summer. My whole family lives in Southern California, and it's um. I love it, but I do love the different seasons. It's really, I love it. Ugh, can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, the name Sweated Sugar, where did that come from? So, when I first started, I uh, my business name was Oh for the Love of Cake, which is kind of ridiculous, and I found myself being embarrassed to tell people what my business name was. So, I was like, this is not going to work if I want my business to go anywhere, if I'm embarrassed of my business name. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend who, um, she went to college for art. She's just a very artistic person in general. So I went to her, um, one day and I was like, I really need some help, like kind of playing around with a new name. And she kind of just looked at what I had on my Instagram so far, photos and, um, things that I have had created at the time. And she kind of just like made a list of different textures of different colors that she saw repeated in my feed. Um, and suede was one of them. Um, like the fabric suede. And Mm -hmm. she was like, I don't know. She just gave me the list. She owns a jewelry shop in downtown Bellingham. So she was kind of working and then she gave me the list and I was just looking at it. And I was like, do you think that business names have to be like real words? (laughs) Cause obviously suede, isn't a real word. Um, oh, it could have fooled me. <laughs> yeah, didn't cross my mind at all. <laughs> I, I don't think, I mean, I don't think it is. And she's like, well, I don't think so. And I was like, well, what do you think about suede sugar? Just kind of like, I was thinking at the time, like smooth sugar, like mm-hmm. the size of cakes. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like, I think that's really cool. But what about suede? And then I was worried that if I told people my business name was suede sugar, that they would go searching for it and spell it the wrong way like s-w-a-y right right find me so then we went with suede and never looked back i love it (laughs) yeah it's very fitting of your style exactly yeah it really does like it does make you think of that style and if you guys go and check out britney's uh instagram for suede sugar um it really does like it gives you that feeling of like it matches your aesthetic (laughs) yes thank you ashley (laughs) I'm not so good with the putting the words together. (laughs) (laughs) Something about filming the podcast with you, we both just stumble so much. (laughs) That's the fun of it, though. Yeah. I I, I saw this shirt today that I want to get. It said said, perfectly imperfect. So, yes. Um, (laughs) Now, you mentioned briefly that you do have some that you've switched over, not really switched over, but you've started gearing towards your like merch side of this. Yeah. Um, What all do you offer right now? Uh, It started with scratch. Well, started with recipes, actually. And then it moved into scribes, um, silicone bead scribes, and then into apparel. So, and I offer workshops as well, but um, I think the scribes and the apparel have basically completely taken over my life in a good way. It's good. (laughs) It's really, really good. Um, And it's just, it's a whole new world. And I feel like I'm kind of like stumbling through how to like work that side of a business with the shipping and the constant emails about order orders and like, Mm-hmm. things it's it's just a whole new world it's like you're now working with an entire community of thousands of people doing the same thing you are rather than like local customers mm-hmm. so well what a coincidence that you bring up recipes because that just happens to be what we're talking about today oh <laughs> <laughs> which you shouldn't be surprised that's what I asked you to come on yeah. talk about <laughs> everybody else listening um the topic that I asked um Ashley and Brittany to to talk about today would be recipes and not specifically like recipes in general but more specifically um making and selling recipes or making recipes your own um I've seen a trend lately where a lot of people are wanting to sell their recipe and I just kind of wanted to take a uh a moment or a few moments to um, talk about this subject here on the podcast because there's a lot of people have a lot of questions about it. Uh, yeah. One of 
one of the first things that people kind of ask are like, should I even try to make my own recipe or should I stick with some of these that are out there? What are your feelings? I'll let you go first since I've spoken on the podcast before. Yeah, I think. uh, (laughs) No pressure. um, I think it's a personal preference. I have purchased a lot of recipes mostly Ashley's (laughs) and I think that everybody has a different um I don't know taste maybe Mm -hmm. I honestly I completely dislike my own sugar cookies I will never eat them I don't like them but I get I get such good feedback on them that I don't want to change the recipe so it's um I think if you're going to purchase a recipe, I wouldn't be afraid to like, you know, tweak it and make it your own, Mm -hmm. Um, but not necessarily to sell it. Like I would never do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I I should have said, there's no right or wrong answer. This is more just a personal feeling kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Ashley, what do you think? (laughs) I, well, the reason that I ended up selling my recipe wasn't because I wanted to sell my recipe. It's because I got asked for it all the time. And so I started off selling the chocolate one, which is kind of backwards, but I just was terrified to sell my signature recipe. So I started with Mm -hmm. the chocolate one, which has been my best seller by far. But the more that you post recipes, the more people want new ones. And it just, people were asking so much that it, instead of saying, you know, I, keep it a secret or whatever you know I don't give it away at this time whatever finally I was like you know what I can make money off of this and nobody is really my competition anymore and I you know at that point wasn't really doing cookies a lot to begin with I had kind of started transitioning like Brittany did and so away from cookies and into the online stuff and so I was like it's it's money so it still has Mm -hmm. value but it's you know people want it I guess so it doesn't hurt to sell it it's just it was terrifying because you know that's your baby and you know that everybody has like she said everybody has different tastes and different texture preferences too that's a big thing Mm -hmm. and so it's scary to sell it because you want it to be worth someone's you know money you want it to have actual value and you want them to love it but there's that big risk that they won't because not everybody will right right um so if you if you do decide to to sell your recipe, actually let's let's kind of take it back to one of the questions I saw when in a, a cookie forum that I was um, that I'm part of, somebody had asked the question, "What makes a recipe your own recipe?" Um, like if you take mm-hmm. a recipe that you use, a tried and true recipe that's not yours, at what point do you change it enough? And this is a little bit steering off the topic of just like, if you started with your very own recipe, this is more of like, if you yeah. took a basic recipe that somebody had and changed it. And this is more, again, just your opinion um, that I'm asking. Um, there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. here. Um, Cause people just are, are wanting to know they're like, well, at what point is it my recipe now? How, how much do I have to change it from a recipe that I was following to make it my own? Yeah. I saw Um, I actually got a comment right when I was um, trying to get like put my feelers out and see if people were interested in purchasing my signature recipe Um, because like Ashley I started with um, I started with a maple vanilla cinnamon chip recipe I didn't start with my signature Um, and I got a comment that somebody said that a recipe can never be your own like you should never sell a cookie recipe because um it's not it could never be your own um and that was like so I thought it like after I got that comment I was like well real like I had to like really like dig deep and like feel like how I really felt about that mm-hmm. and when it came down to it like the very very base of my recipe is obviously a recipe that I like found on the internet I didn't invent sugar cookies right so, like, It's like a recipe that I found and, but I spent a year and a half changing the, like every single thing about Mm -hmm. it. Like I changed the flavors. I changed the amount of baking powder. I changed the amount of flour. I changed basically every single 
ingredient. So it was no longer that recipe right. that I had found. Mm-hmm. That recipe just gave me the ingredients to make a sugar cookie, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, so I would never look at my recipe and even think for a second that it wasn't mine. Right. Um, but obviously you can't, I think just go obviously going to the internet finding a recipe and not changing anything is and then selling it and calling it your own yeah isn't I don't know see it's I think that's like a personal right thing like if you how you feel about it is like if you feel that your recipe is your own then I would go, say go for it but if mm-hmm. you have any like doubt in your conscience of like whether or not you feel like it's right then I would maybe think it over a little bit yeah and and I know that's I know that's a hard question to answer because people do have different feelings on it and that's exactly why I wanted to do this topic today because it is one of those things that's kind of widely debated whether something is you know how much you need to change a recipe to call it your own and things like that and I I do Mm -hmm. think it's open to interpretation um my own personal feeling I don't think you can just change from like using vanilla to using almond you know flavoring to call and call it your own (laughs) yeah 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 which I'm, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people would agree with that, but I yeah. did want to get different perspectives because everybody has their own opinion. I, I do have um, people who have, you know, I've talked to, they're like, well, again, like you said, there's no way that any recipe is original that it's, you know, but I've seen like Ashley's recipe and I can say, I've never seen another recipe like, like hers. Yeah. So I, I for sure, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not. This sounds horrible. Brittany, I have not bought one of your recipes. <laughs> oh, I, should have. I haven't yet because I never bake anymore, but it's always on my list. <laughs> that <laughs> s'mores. I don't even make my own it. recipes anymore. <laughs> the s'mores when you posted, I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to get that one. But uh-huh. so I'm not saying that, that yours isn't different. I don't, I'll, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I can't say because I haven't looked at it, but I, I will be buying one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no pressure. Right. No pressure. <laughs> but I have seen Ashley's recipe. So I, that's why that's why I'm using her yeah. as an example. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact that hers is very different than um, a lot of recipes you'll find out there. So um, that's that's just kind of where like I wanted to talk about, you know, this because people do have very, very um, differing opinions on the subject. Uh, Ashley, did you want to touch on it or? Yeah. Um, for me, before I ever sold a recipe, I purchased many recipes. Um, and I tried a million recipes online and everything thought it had a secret ingredient or, you know, not thought it did, Mm -hmm. but there's so many (laughs) unique ingredients to put into cookies to give it different textures or the moisture. And I, when it came time for me making my own, I already had my own signature blend because, I had been putting that signature flavor blend into other people's recipes. And that's kind of like what I based everything off of. Cause I just don't really prefer just a plain vanilla cookie that often. And mm-hmm. so I already had that base and I got to a point where I'd known I had tried a million different things and I kind of knew what I liked and what didn't. And certain things were like too much in other recipes. And so I really just morphed a million things together and tried every combination I could think of ingredients to get the texture that I like and the flavor that I like and still have it bake well to form and hold its shape pretty well and be easy to work with and all of that stuff. Cause I know that's important for people when they're buying a recipe and I ended up with the combinations I ended up with and they worked out, <laughs> but yeah. it's, is a lot of trial and error to get to that point. It was never just taking my flavor and putting in, into another recipe and calling it my own and I can vouch for being a taste tester (laughs) you (laughs) taste tested a lot of cookies (laughs) (laughs) but no I think I think you hit the nail on the head Brittany when you said you you worked for like a year or so on um Mm -hmm. you know making it yours and I think that's that's important um when uh when developing you know your own recipe I think that's what people are paying for for you um doing the trials doing the you know the yeah the what would you call it <laughs> totally <laughs> blanked um doing people the, don't want to ha- yeah people don't want to have to buy all of the ingredients and try everything themselves because it's a lot of time and a lot of money and you don't want to try that on a customer's cookies because if you don't like it then that's not something you want to be having someone pay for so I always did a lot of testing when I was doing it for friends and family. So there's a lot of times I've just volunteered without being asked to make cookies for friends and families for their 
events and stuff because I knew mm-hmm. it was a good time for me to squeeze in a recipe test and I would let them know like this this is a different recipe just so you know if it's a little different um, but it's just a good time to try it out because you know they're probably not paying anyways that yeah. depends that's a whole other topic <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> when you try a recipe and it's not successful, let's flash back to Ashley. You're familiar with this one, the, yeah. the candy corn peanuts and uh, yeah. <laughs> white chocolate chip ones I made. Yep. <laughs> In theory, We've it's all been there. <laughs> but candy corn melts. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> In case yeah. So know. everybody save your money on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try yeah. that. <laughs> Let me just, yeah, let's just help you with that. So what would be, let's talk about the pros and the cons of selling your personal recipe. So what would be, let's start with the the pros. Money. <laughs> yeah. No, it exactly. sounds dumb, but. No, 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 exactly. It's the it's biggest like, perk. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it, I mean, it's like um, making money. You don't really feel like you're, it's like. You're, I don't want to say you're not doing anything because obviously it was like a lot of work to make my recipe, but the income, it's like consistent income, I mm-hmm. guess. And you're not like having to work for it daily. And that was like a huge like shock to me when I posted, it was mostly my signature recipe that it sold the best. So I was like, wow, like this is a really great source of income. Like I worked really hard for this recipe mm-hmm. and Yeah. I would also agree. Yeah. Well, the way that I saw it. Okay. So when I priced mine, I priced mine really low because I'd purchased other recipes and not that they weren't worth it. I purchased them for a reason. Um, But it was just that I knew that with my following, I, even if I barely sold any, it would pay for the amount of ingredients and stuff that I'd put into all of my testing and Mm -hmm. that that alone would be enough value. And I've, gotten more than my worth out of it so I'm glad I never charged more than I did um because I already feel guilty even still receiving income from something that I did so long ago but it is so nice to just have that because you know on those weeks where you're not doing anything and you're not doing cookies and whatever it may be that you're just maybe having like a down week or you're out of town or whatever you still have a little bit of money here and there that's popping in that's making Mm -hmm. you feel like you're achieving something even if you're not and that's very satisfying yeah yeah absolutely any other pros you can think of uh I mean I think is it fun to see people trying your recipe and loving it I mean I I would think that's pretty great feeling yeah it's really encouraging to see that it's very nerve-wracking putting out especially my signature recipe yeah that's just the the biggest con for me is it's terrifying yeah. <laughs> well, Every time uh, I see someone bought it, I'm like, please like it. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the heart of your business. Yeah. It's like you're putting the world. It's well, yeah. yeah. So you've worked on for you know a year or more, and you know you yeah. want it's a very to... vulnerable thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So then let's jump into the cons. <laughs> what yeah. are some of the cons of selling your recipe? I think. Um, I think. Oh, go ahead, Ashley. You can go ahead. Well this is a little one for me but I do have a lot of international followers and I have had some of them have issues with understanding what the ingredients mean or um, some of them being able to access them and then having to give them ideas for things they can substitute even though they're not going to be exactly the same and then not being able to able to confidently tell them that it's going to be a good replacement or they ask if something else works that I've never heard of so that's been a little bit of an issue is that I don't have the ingredients listed before you buy it. So some people buy it and they don't know until afterwards, or they, maybe they have an allergy to something or an aversion to something that is in the recipe that they might not even know until they buy it. But I always refund it if that's an issue. That's really sweet of you. I, I don't know that I would, I like to think that I'm a nice person, but I don't know that I would do that. (laughs) I trust people. (laughs) Like if you buy a cookbook and it's like, oh, half these things in this cookbook, I can't, you know, I can't make because I have an allergy to it. I mean, you're not going to get a refund for, you know, from the. Yeah. I mean, you could return the book, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's just me being whatever, but whatever. (laughs) I just feel that I'm, I'm very much a people pleaser. If you haven't realized. (laughs) Uh, Brittany, how about you? Do you have any cons for. Um. I think just 
there's it just adds a whole nother level of like um it's a lot of time spent answering questions yeah so if you don't have extra time to be on social media or answering emails about like how do I split this recipe in half it's like um I don't always have time to answer those questions immediately and people are like I want to bake this recipe tonight and I need Mm -hmm. your answer right now yeah and I don't always have time to respond to um that many emails so it's just another layer of like um questions to be answered Mm -hmm. yeah or sometimes people have issue with the downloads and then I'm not home to send them the file manually yeah and at first I had to send a lot of manual files because people on Etsy understandably could not figure out how to download it because I've had issues as a customer trying to figure out how to download stuff so that was an issue at the beginning. I was doing a lot of manual emails for recipes. And, and I'd have to my... bounce back and forth to make sure they paid and figure out which ones they bought. And it was, just, it was a lot. Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Sorry, Brittany. Sorry, were you I was just saying, no, I was just saying <laughs> that it's um, the, the downloads, like my downloads expire after 30 days. So I get a lot of emails saying, hey, my download expired. Could I get this? sent again and then I have to if I'm not home then I can't send it because I don't have them all on my pdf and they're like again like they want to bake it yeah at night or whatever and they don't have the recipe and um also I think another I don't know if it would necessarily be a con um if you aren't able to ship I know a lot of states can't ship um but if you are able to ship your cookies then you're selling your recipe to anybody who could be making your recipe for potential yeah clients um I'm not able to ship so that's how I ended up justifying it I was just like well even if these people did make my recipe and sell it to their clientele they're not taking any it's not hurting me at Mm -hmm. all in any way yeah um so I decided not to I know some recipes um say like not for not intended for resale or whatever yeah you can't make i don't know ashley are you do yours have that i have a disclaimer that says uh not for resale or sharing or whatever um and then okay that it's not to be used for brick and mortar stores and i have had someone ask for an exception and that's fine because i know them personally but um i as i just have some kind of protection against anything if say like some giant not that they would (laughs) but some giant chain wanted to use it or whatever that I would at least be covered by having said that I you know that that having that little disclaimer in there but that's about it I don't make them you know tell their customers that it's my recipe or put anything on the labels or anything I know some recipes do have that so if you do Do purchase a recipe make sure you yeah uh, make sure that you read the disclaimer some of them will say I think one of them had for maximum use of certain amount per year and stuff and I think that's to protect again from it from like big businesses and stuff okay so but if you do purchase read all the disclaimers read everything in the description because a lot of the questions that I get asked are either in the description or they're already in the like in the item description on the website or they're on yeah like in the recipe in the directions or I have a tips and tricks page and a lot of those are already answered like which cocoa powders I use and things like that so Make sure you read them thoroughly. <laughs> That's good information. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, well, I I hardly ever buy recipes, but um, I that's a good information to know. I didn't think about about that. And so, if people are, if you're considering selling your um, your recipe, just try to remember to cover yourself as far as like what Ashley was saying. And if you want yeah. those things, like these other people do, like she was also mentioning, you know, that's that's everything. Yeah. And what I did to make my <laughs> disclaimer, I just read other people's too, and like once that I purchased, I went back and reread those and kind of picked and chose from there what I thought fit best for me and what I'm comfortable with. Well, good. Another another um, con I kind of want to bring up, not that I've sold any of my recipes, but... Um, yeah, when... You need to. <laughs> you do. You have so many. They're so good. I have... Because she's ever given me. They're so good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But um, one of my... Our, the biggest issue that I have with selling a recipe of mine it would be um, worrying about people who... Because I live in a small town. Um, <laughs> worrying about yeah. people locally selling the yeah. same cookie that I sell. Um, now mm-hmm. I know it comes back to, you know, look 
clients to, um, you know, ability on decorating and things like that. But if, if somebody can decorate the same level or similar to the level I have, or even if not, and which I've, I've kind of been surprised that some, a lot of people will go to whoever's cheapest, but you know, as long as they taste good and they're cheap, they don't really care. You know, that's not everybody. That's just some, some clientele whole other tangent (laughs) but um if somebody is selling a cookie that tastes just like mine because it's my recipe and they're Mm -hmm. selling it cheaper than what I sell it for like that's my fear and I know yeah it's back to well what clients do you want you want the ones that are loyal you want the ones who want to pay for the quality whatever but that is (laughs) that is my biggest fear with selling a recipe is that you know everybody around me not that I think everybody around me would buy my recipe <laughs> that's not it's so conceited <laughs> no I mean I've had um a good chunk of local bakers purchase my recipe and which was like my one of my main fears in releasing it is like well if the like because like I mentioned before none of the other bakers are really taking my customers <laughs> regardless because they're so far away um but local bakers and I kind of just I contacted them each individually and talked to them about it because when I sold my signature recipe I didn't put any sort of like disclaimer in there which I should have um but I at that time I kind of spaced the the idea that a local baker could purchase it Mm -hmm. um so I, I reached out to the people individually who had purchased it and just kind of let them know that it was not um, that I would appreciate it if they didn't sell it to as their as their cookies for oh my word I cannot get my sentence out <laughs> I'm telling you the podcast does that it's the podcast <laughs> it is I just reached out and was like I would really appreciate it if you didn't use this recipe for your customer orders I know you all. bought it and I can't have it and most of them were like yes of course I would never do that yeah but, um, most people are good honest people. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid fear. Yeah. I'm sure it ha- it has happened. I don't know, but it's as far as me it like I said it's I by the time I sold recipes I was at the point where I wasn't really doing cookies except friends and family anymore and I occasionally did holiday pop-ups, but to be honest those mm-hmm. were just more so for me. I mean, I obviously made money on them, but it was more so just that I wanted to do them. That wasn't my main source of income, so Yeah did sell the same ones for their holiday cookies there wasn't that huge fear because there is still the chance they're using my and it's they could be selling the same designs and most people do anyways because you know the same designs from all different shops are popular every year so a lot of people in our town sell the same designs every year or sell the same design as somebody else in our town and um so it's at that point people kind of already have who they go to and I didn't need the money if somebody chose to go elsewhere we live Almost. 30 miles from each other. It's I live in a really small okay. town. <laughs> and Ashley okay. lives in the bigger she town. She lives in a suburb of my town. <laughs> okay. okay. But uh yeah. yeah, not not very far. We so we do interact with a lot of the same people. Uh yeah. we live close enough that, that that does overlap. Um not you know what I mean? Like same, you know. I, I don't know that if you get people from Wasco, Ashley, I'm getting. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I get people from Bakersfield. Um, yeah. But um, so what are what are some tips that you would would give to somebody who's like considering they have this recipe that they created. They know it's theirs. They've worked on it for a year or so. They've or however long, however long you feel comfortable doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're ready to post it for sale. They think this is just the best and the world needs to see it and they need to buy it. (laughs) What are some tips that you would give them as far as making your recipe easy to follow? I think I've just read a ton of sugar cookie recipes. I read how they were laid out. um, And I just kind of thought like about things that I get frustrated if recipes don't mm-hmm. have um like information or I don't know steps mm-hmm. um and then I kind of just went from there I think and I like honestly I've still had some like hiccups in typing up my recipes I've gotten messages from people saying you didn't say if you use salted or unsalted and yeah honestly I switched back and forth between both so I didn't really think to clarify because I 
And even if I switch back and forth, I don't like adjust the amount of salt and I don't Same. feel like it makes that huge of a difference. Right. Um, but I've had, that's probably the question that I've had most. So, and I've definitely had typos in my recipes. Um, yeah, I had a measurement typo, but it was only on the, um, the weight or the volume weight. Oh, okay. Whichever the one that <laughs> yeah, metric yeah. <laughs> on yeah. that one. Um, because I had to do the math for the conversions. I didn't manually weigh stuff I did on the first recipe and then people everybody was telling me I was wrong I was like but I did it based off what I what I scoop it as you know um they're like well that's not what this is equal to so if you have you know you you say half cup in this one and you say this much in this and those aren't the same and I was like well they were for me (laughs) but um I think like she said but when I do the recipes I also make sure that I am doing it myself as I go I write down every single step and I do it as if someone who's never made cookie sugar cookies is following it and knowing what to do because I think that if you just write out your steps you might overlook stuff just because you're thinking of it as someone that's done it a million times and you you just you know to do certain things you Mm -hmm. know to roll it however you roll it like I roll between wax paper but however you know but some people might just say well roll it out what do you mean do I roll it out on flour between something how do I you know how thick do you roll it and just be as detailed as possible because if you the more you put the less people will ask and that's less emails you have to answer and less dms and that saves you time (laughs) in the end (laughs) so I'd say just be super thorough and um, also include the do the volume and weight or however however that is is that volume and weight I guess technically I have no idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I need to start my recipes don't have the weight I've only gotten like a couple I mean I have like a small fraction of the amount of followers that you have yeah I feel like you have more I don't I haven't paid attention (laughs) but yeah I (laughs) very quickly the Um, first the chocolate recipe I just posted regular first and then everyone contacted me and I was like oh I I'm sorry that didn't even cross my mind so then I had to go back and add that in as well manually send it and then add it on and then everybody wanted it manually sent after I posted it and so I was like I should have just done this from the beginning so then from (laughs) then on all recipes came with both together and um, so when you do that do you weigh it as you're not creating it no apparently not anymore <laughs> ever since everyone said oh. I was wrong oh yeah that's what you were <laughs> yeah saying it was and so <laughs> I I just look up google conversions and that's where I had okay. gotten wrong as I had either typed it in wrong or I forgot to double something or have something um, another thing that I do when I sell recipes is I sell it technically it's half of what I bake something as because first I almost didn't and then I remembered that most people have a smaller mixer than me mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's easier to double and every recipe I try to make sure can be easily doubled and halved so That's like how two I, eggs not first... three or whatever and I can adjust other stuff from there if I need to or whatever it may be I keep interrupting you I'm no so you're sorry. good it's hard because <laughs> I think there's a tiny bit of a delay but... well also you can't see oh. the other person <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that I, my first recipe that I sold, I was just like, and I was kind of just like, did it how I make it, which is technically like a triple recipe. Mm -hmm. And then it was like really hard for people to cut in half. And people are like, probably like, why the heck is she giving me so much dough? And so from then on, I ended up just, I think I sell it as like a double recipe. So it's super easy to cut in half. Mm -hmm. And it's way less products. Like everybody isn't making cookies to sell either. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, and, and yeah, I think I still need to figure out a way to cut my icing recipe down because I'm pretty sure it makes it. <laughs> but all of my recipes come with a like a, a cookie and an icing flavor specific to that cookie. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Which is why they're I charge twenty dollars for them because yeah. technically it's two recipes. It always comes with the cookie and then yeah an icing that's, that is that's cool I didn't that's really smart because that. people ask me all the time but to, I I would never sell my recipe just because I basically use sugar bells and I put in whatever flavor combination is matching my cookies or whatever um okay and I yeah I just I don't have a unique recipe as far as icing so I would never I don't feel comfortable yeah. 
selling mine if it were included in something it wouldn't bother me but I just or to link it or whatever I just tell everyone I use sugar bells but I do get asked for that all the time so it'd be smart to just put it in there for people see I'm on the boat where I I use the same icing vanilla no matter what flavor cookie that's gonna be a topic for another podcast (laughs) because I I mean I usually do but sometimes I'll switch it up a little bit that is another another topic that people talk about a lot whether you should change the icing to match with or to complement the the cookie flavor you're doing it's my opinion only my personal opinion um to stick with vanilla because I use multiple colors for multiple orders and if I'm yeah like chocolate cookies and I'm doing like I just recently did vanilla cookies and cream I've done chocolate chip I think in the past two weeks like chocolate chip um oh gosh I'm blanking oh cookies and cream I said that anyway (laughs) Uh, I I almost always do vanilla icing I just the only one I always do a different flavor is lemon if I'm doing lemon cookies I always do lemon icing because I like it to be like lemon Mm -hmm. (laughs) like in your face lemon so that's the only one that I would probably not do vanilla for but I also don't make cookies multiple orders overlapping or anything like that anymore i also don't offer like different recipes to my clients i only make my signature for my orders i just sell the Uh other recipes so but that is all mainly because i didn't want to put them all on the cottage all the ingredients on the cottage yeah Yeah. (laughs) because it's so many ingredients and making labels for all of those Mm -hmm. but um i don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that it would, if I did offer different, because I sometimes wanted for like cookie swap boxes, I was like, well, I kind of want to make them like different flavors. But then it's like, but then I have to make these, all of these colors in two different flavors of the icing. And it's just not ideal. So mm-hmm. it is a little bit more, I think, inconvenient in that aspect to have a different flavor icing that pairs with your cookie. Yeah. But it's nice to have it in your pocket. Like, for special yeah yeah I just always say I pairs well with vanilla and here's what I would pair if you want a different flavor or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. awesome um I lost my train of thought oh (laughs) so uh so we talked about different flavors and things like that but Ashley you you just have the not just because I know you worked immensely hard on these but you have two flavors (laughs) for sale so I have, yeah, I have the oatmeal butterscotch and the oh, dark right. chocolate. And then my signature recipe has some flavor variations where it's kind of the same recipe and little tweaks that you can do to have it be slightly different recipes. They're not entirely unique, but it's like the lemon crumfetti, as I call it, um, and almond and I don't remember what else is in there. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at that chocolate chip and something else uh, I should know this but I people... don't even acknowledge those anymore <laughs> I saw some people took your um oatmeal one and did oatmeal instead of butterscotch did oatmeal and like chocolate chip that's what I want to try yeah yeah it sounds mm. so good yeah cookies sound so good <laughs> I had a, a leftover cookies and cream one this morning with my coffee it was so good um Brittany what flavors do you offer right now um, so I have a maple vanilla cinnamon chip. Yeah. I have um, a honeygram s'mores one. I have co- toasted coconut. Yeah. I have my signature. I have buttered pecan. So good. Uh, oh, and oh, rainbow sherbet and lemon raspberry rainbow sherbet i think that's interesting i'm all about the fun recipes but then i'm like well people buy that like i have a whole list of recipes that i want to do but then i'm like well should i just do the ones that people are more opt to buy or should i do stuff that's unique that nobody sells yet you know Mm -hmm. i have realized in selling that if i take a photo of the cookies baked and like make it fun. Like my rainbow sherbet picture had like melted yeah. rainbow sherbet all over. And it was like, I do think that that entices people to buy it more. Uh-huh. And kind of like I added like some of the fruits that were incorporated in the recipe um, in the photo. So I think aside like more recently for like my, no, I did one for my s'mores. There was one recipe that I did. Oh, the toasted coconut. 
I didn't take a photo for it, and I that one didn't sell nearly as well. I yeah. just want to say your photos are beautiful too. You take just yeah oh, the way you. you set them up thank are just so absolutely much. beautiful, and that and. I, I mean, Thank I know a lot you. of people who sell recipes, but I, I really wanted you to come on the podcast. Um, we've been cookie friends for a little while, and I was just like, mm-hmm. man, I want people to see, you know, what she does. I think you're doing a great job. Um, Ashley, you do a great job, too. Oh, you already know you that. So <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I love the way that you set up your photos. You definitely can see your aesthetic. It's just mm-hmm. just really great. Um, oh, thank you. Um, it's yeah. really fun. The cookie photos are really fun. I kind of just like make a mess, and then I'm, afterwards I'm like, oh, I wish I, I cared that much. I like, always intend to do cool stuff like that, and I see other pe- other people's pictures, and they have these cute layouts with like all of these props and stuff. And I'm like, I want to do that. I need to do that because I used to sometimes, and it just does not cross my mind anymore. <laughs> By the time I'm done with anything, yeah. I'm like, it's done. How quickly can I get this out the door or on the internet or whatever it is? And just, it's I need yeah. to remember to take I my time that. again and put time and thought into all of that because that is some of the the most fun of it baking the cookies is not always the, it's like I don't want to make an entire batch of cookies to take a photo yeah. which is why I didn't end up taking one of the co- co- toasted coconut because people were I don't remember what I posted about it somehow it got into my stories and then everybody was asking me for it and I was and it, I think I ended up doing a sale that day or the next day on my shop so then people wanted it for the sale so I just ended up posting a just a graphic mm-hmm. but I do think it makes a difference in um the amount of sales and I'm still working on like building my following and stuff so I think that well, it's... you're doing great yeah thank you you thank are you. you're doing really great yeah I love this s'mores one which is the one I want to get <laughs> because you have like actually a, a marshmallow on fire in the photo yeah. and that sold her that. That was... yes burnt marshmallow in the picture that's all me yeah s'mores are your yes. thing yes mm-hmm. they're so oh, good sonic has a i made thing. s'mores rice crispy treats the other day mm. i melt i toasted s'mores under the broiler before i melted them in or before i put them in the rice oh my gosh that's... and then i put chocolate chunks and crumbled graham crackers on cow i need to make some <laughs> right they were, they were so good. I'm like, it wasn't the other day. It was on the 4th of July. I don't know it <laughs> it day, like, but... These days all run together. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. The it was day. in June, July, August sometime. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yes. Where did the last six months go? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Someone told me the other day, we've been in quarantine for six months. And I was like, Psh, no way. That yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. crazy. Oh Look at us. We survived. Right? Somehow. We're survivor. I guess it depends. Wait, where are you located at, Brittany? I'm in Bellingham, Washington. So oh. um, I'm only like 15 miles from the Canadian oh. border. I used to live 15 minutes away from the Canadian border, but in New York. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's uh, the whole other side <laughs> of the country. <laughs> I've lived in this yeah. my whole but- life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell people I lived in New York and they were like, oh, like New York City. I'm like, never been. I was up in Amish country. <laughs> People from Canada would come to the United States to run their errands. It was a whole other world up there. That's exactly how it yeah. is here. Everybody from, well, not now. Well, yeah. They can't, but I don't know if they can actually now. I know the borders were closed for a long time, but um, yeah, like Costco and Trader Joe's always full mm-hmm. of Canadians. Do you guys get French radio stations? I don't oh, think so. I always I thought that was so cool. No. I was like, what a weird place to live. I don't like, think it was that literally like, Amish country that the Canadians would come in. So it's like kind of Canadian French and then <laughs> Amish and military base. And so there's a lot going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the can, we're like right below Vancouver. So I don't think there's a lot of, I don't think oh, there's probably French a whole other side. That makes sense, I guess. I guess I just put Canada into yeah. like one whole group, but <laughs> it makes sense they'd be on the other border, huh? <laughs> yeah fun okay well I think we covered a lot we I think we've answered a lot of questions I'm sure people still have other questions but if they do you guys feel free to shoot me a message and I can ask Ashley and Brittany um after this podcast uh their opinions and I'd be happy to write you back 
Um, you can send me an email at behind the icing at gmail.com, or you can message me on the Instagram behind the icing podcast. That's the Instagram handle. Um, or however you want to get a hold of anybody. <laughs> but I, I promise you I'll get back. I'll get back to you. I don't want to put you guys on the spot and be like, message Ashley directly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but you, you can. Guys, I might not reply. I don't check those DMs very often. <laughs> but uh, if you guys have any questions with anything like that, feel free to, to uh, email me or write to the um, Instagram. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. I want to play a quick game with you guys, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So. This is going to be a fun game. We're going to do um, name the cookie cutter. All right. So I'm going to describe it and you have to tell me what it is. Okay. Ready? So there's a point at the top and oh, it's gosh. round. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I, I was, was like, like, oh, man, the pressure's so on. I feel like I should be able to get this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, definitely we, candy corn. Got it. <laughs> we can do it. We can. <laughs> All right. So I'm thinking of a cutter in my head. No. <laughs> uh all right no i i'm just kidding i actually don't have a game for us today i'm sorry guys that was just the the little fun yeah just a little trick trick. (laughs) um but thank you guys again for being on oh one more question but i just totally blanked and remembered what do you guys have a flavor recipe flavor that you have that you want to try to do next like to post for sale or is that not something you're planning on yeah do you? Do I'm tell. <laughs> I'm hesitant to tell. <laughs> I don't want anybody else to do one. I am just like super <laughs> excited for fall, so I'm trying to like come up with some fall flavors, but I've been wanting to try some sort of like like the turtle. Oh yeah. The turtle mm-hmm. candy like with pecans and caramel and but I can't figure out how to make it as delicious as an actual turtle, yeah. so maybe I should just <laughs> you could dip the bottom in chocolate i don't know you said fall. i thought about doing that for years yeah. and then i some i saw someone do that and i was like dang it i never did that <laughs> oh, I, I hate when that so happens or i'm like i should do that and then someone else does it i'm like well now it wouldn't be my idea that's a story but, it's hard because like there's so many that mostly everybody that sells cookie recipes have like i would really love to like come up with like a pumpkin spice or like a <laughs> Just like Amanda spice. I was just bracing myself. You said fall. I was like, one. don't say pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah. She hates pumpkin yeah, and cinnamon. So. You <laughs> but you don't like cinnamon it, either. It's not that I don't like cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> she just prefers not to eat it or smell it. <laughs> right. I prefer not to smell it for sure. <laughs> um, and I, well, I, I like, like cinnamon things. Like I like cinnamon rolls. But there's which not... is ironic, right? Right, right. But of all things, it just seems like some, when something is like has cinnamon thrown into it, I don't like it. <laughs> like my recipe so is has, <laughs> my signature recipe has cinnamon in it. I'm always like, here, try these. I know you like cinnamon. Just pretend like you like cinnamon. <laughs> no, that's legit. <laughs> my mom actually hates. No, legit. Me. Ashley yeah. will be like, here's try try my recipe. Make your family try them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you're gonna oh, hate man. it, but which now one do you I, hate Amanda, the least? Why don't you? Sell... <laughs> why don't you sell your recipes, Amanda? Now I want to know because uh, right, my Hers are, I and it, I'm not just saying that because I know her. Like they're so good, and you have so many fun ones. Thank you. I want certain to... flavors like that toasted coconut that you sell. She was gonna sell it, and I bet she never will now because you sell to- to- toasted coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I I a lot of the recipes I try are ones that I find for free. Um the the toasted coconut that was mine. Um that's one I just I did on my own. But I I take that and I I do variations like I did a toasted coconut with chocolate and chocolate chips in it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um my oh I did a lemon coconut. You better still sell it if you want to. Don't not sell No, no, it no, no. <laughs> no, my, my big like I, like we said earlier, my big thing is that I'm just afraid to sell it and then like other people will sell it and they're selling the same thing that I'm selling and who's going to want to buy it. It's just an insecurity oh. thing. <laughs> you have a bigger risk. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, cause I don't have anything other than like cookies that I do. So I don't have, you know, like Ashley's moved on. She's, I yeah. mean, she's still occasionally well, 
recipes, but if your recipes sell well enough, you don't have to do cookies anymore. <laughs> you just spend my time developing recipes. <laughs> you could, you pretty much do already, but you could sell more than cookie stuff. We've talked about that. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, Actually, you know that thing we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> we have all these ideas, and then some of them see the light of day. But right, we always talk to each other about them. I've first. also been dying to try your. Uh, oh, yeah. now that's not my recipe. That I bought oh, that recipe. Mm. So, but it's so good, but it is, it is so good, which I did with it, with everything. I always kind of tweak it a little bit and that's where you get into that little bit of gray area where it's like, well, at what point is it mine? And that's, that's kind of why I wanted to bring this to light because that is what a lot of people worry about. Like, well, at what point is it mine? With that one, with the gummy bears, I did tweak it a little bit, but for sure not enough to like claim that it's mine. But I I do. There's only so much that you can do to certain recipes. Like the, the gummy bear recipe, there's so few ingredients that like you can add in something and change a few things and it can be as different as it's probably going to get you know what I mean and I do always point so. people to the the person who I purchased that from which is Candy Queen Bee Baker um mm-hmm. if, I don't think she has it on her website right now but I, I always tell people just send her a message she's really good to get back to people and I am very if if I got the recipe from somebody I always point people that direction even with my cookies like the yeah. cookies and cream ones that I just did um I actually just changed it a little bit, the recipe, um, from, but I always point people back to the person where I got the recipe. And I tell them, I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, here's the link. I did change it. And I don't always tell people my changes because I feel like that's mine to keep. Mm-hmm. But I do yeah. give them like, hey, this is where I got it. So if you want to try them, you know, this person. And as a person yeah. on that end, we appreciate it so much. And for people who tag and share on their stories it might seem like a small thing to just be like I'm making these cookies and you tag it really small or make a little comment and it's something small on your end but to us that is more exposure and that's more customers and it does make a big difference especially if it's something that we can share Mm -hmm. too on our end and um half the there's so often that I notice a spike in my orders and then I check Instagram and I see that it's because somebody tagged me in something and just something like that can you know help out on my end without me having to do more work and you know spread the word a little bit and we appreciate that yeah <laughs> yeah my my next one I wanted to try was Fruity Pebbles but I saw somebody else had mm-hmm. just done it and I was like mm-hmm. oh. yeah I was actually thinking about that literally <laughs> this morning I was like man that would be good <laughs> I would say that my rainbow sherbet is. I would. Well, I was gonna say once you said you had a rainbow sherbet, I remembered that you had it, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just get her recipe and do that instead. I don't have to make a bunch. And that's one of those things where, like, if I sold something like that, it would be an issue because so many of my customers are overseas and they probably don't have fruity pebbles. So that's another issue. That would be an issue for me on my end, and I think about that all the time. There's so many things where it's like I kind of want to make this, but I know this might be hard to access and. You know, I still have some weird stuff going on in my recipes, <laughs> by all means, um, as far as ingredients. Um, but for the most part, it's something that people can get anywhere or order online internationally. And everybody has to order it because you can't buy it in stores or whatever. And I hate that there's an inconvenience yeah. sometimes that that is a risk you take as a customer when you don't know what is in it because you might have to order stuff or, you know, buy things that you might mm-hmm. not have on hand. But that's half of the fun and half the point of buying a new recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, if you already had that in your recipe, then it w- probably wouldn't be worth you buying it, you know. And so yeah. that's how I justify it. Whereas before I was like, this is such a burden for people. And then I'm like, you know what? That's why it's so good. It's because I order this special cocoa powder and I put in this ingredient that's you probably don't have and whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. there's, that's a pro and con on its own, too. Mm-hmm. Now I really want to go make I'm, I, that is my baby so of all recipes. That chocolate recipe is my baby. Every time I make it, I'm like, man, I'm so proud of this. <laughs> That's so good. That's me and my coconut one. That's how I feel. That's, I'll shoot my own horn on that one. And I love my signature flavor combo. And you can, even if people didn't like my recipe, that, that flavor combo, I'm not going to obviously say what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I've put that into yeah. like everybody's yeah. recipe and I love it. But I will say, if you're going to buy someone's recipe, follow it to the T if you can the first time because there's a lot of times where people are like hey I tried I changed this and it didn't work out I'm like well don't try did you try not changing that (laughs) 
So, <laughs> but yeah, oh, I changed That's your recipe point. and it didn't turn out the right way. I don't understand. <laughs> Fix it for me, please. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay well thank you guys again for being on the podcast I really appreciate it if you guys that are listening so much, have not yeah. already gone and purchased these recipes you guys go check them out <laughs> Ashley has her butterscotch her signature recipe and her chocolate recipe which you've probably seen the chocolate one everywhere I, I feel like I see it every day somebody's posting mm-hmm. it um, <laughs> and then Brittany you have you had several I don't I well, I don't remember what it's yeah, all, but so uh, for sure your s'mores one, I will <laughs> so be going and purchasing because I love me some s'mores mm-hmm. and I have failed yeah. twice to try to make my own <laughs> roll out s'mores. No. One was following a recipe that, that was online and then another was just my own failed attempt. So I was unhappy with both. <laughs> so I'm going to go try yours because they look delicious. Um, but thank you guys. Yeah, thank Is there so anything much. you guys want to say before we end the podcast? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Thank you for having me. You're and thank you to everyone and who's purchased. Start selling your recipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, um, go check out their recipes. Not only that, Ashley also has her cutters, and Brittany has her merch. Go and check them out. Give them a follow. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Brittany. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you again, Ashley and Brittany, for being on the podcast. I feel bad for not having an actual game. Next time, I promise, I'll have one. (laughs) Uh, I hope that this was helpful to you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, If you were considering selling your recipe and you were just kind of on the fence, I hope this helped you to make that decision. If you guys need anything, let me know. I'm trying my best to get better about making these episodes more frequently for you guys, and I hope they're helpful. I think I already said that. I'm just rambling at this point, and I'm going to (laughs) end. Have a good day, guys. Bye. What do you want, bud? Cookie.